Welcome back to the final episode of season one of the Untold Hype. Yeah, season one. Season one. <laughs> the way you just did a little head bob, like yeah. when the song came in, that was cute. That Shout was out cute. to Mazo Beats. It's like when you get a new haircut, you know, you start acting different. Yeah, you definitely. Feel, you feel that? Yeah. Devon <laughs> <laughs> got his haircut today, uh, his little edge up. <laughs> Some slight, some slight before the holidays. I got the realest barber. You really do. <laughs> I got the realest barber. You really. I've do. always had great barbers, but my <laughs> first string, my number one, my point guard, <laughs> and my shooting guard, and my small forward are all elite barbers. Wait, three? Yeah, but my third, my uh, my small forward, he don't live here no more. Mm. But you know still my guy you know what though you've had a you've had a lot of good barbers in yeah, your life honestly it is really is like that, a gift that i have is it is it rare to find, find a good barber it's it is it is hard at times yeah okay it is hard i it's not a gift for me it's just god's god's plan for my edge up <laughs> it's perfect plan you know yeah he says submit your ways to the lord no, I really do be getting good barbers though. I yeah. met this real cool guy because I had a good barber. He's like, "Yo, will you get cut?" And we still cool to this day. Wow. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Anything's possible. Anything's possible. Okay, it's the last episode, guys. Uh, it's like chapter one of the Untold Hype. <laughs> it's chapter one of the Untold Hype. I think. Coming to an end. Yeah, it is. But today we're gonna answer some of your questions. I put it up on our Instagram. For you guys to submit your questions yeah. and that reminded me actually of like five years ago when you and i went to california together remember that yes when we were in the airport we had like a really late night flight at like 9 p.m and so do you remember that and i'm, I'm trying to recall it it was like 8 p 8 p.m 9 p.m and for some reason we were like waiting around at the airport for a long time so i put on my instagram ask us any question guys and it just reminded me of the other day when I posted on my Instagram, ask us anything you want. And I remember there was a question that said, where do you see yourself in five years? And today, present day is five years. <laughs> really? So I'm going to read. Wow. From yes, LA? Yes. Time flies. That was five years ago? Well, look, our daughter is four. Think about that. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. So that was pre-children. Anyway, so I you say you, oh, I went dope. into my archives. I'm, I'm, I'm interested. Yeah, because Devon doesn't know. know. Say. First of all. Look at this picture. Like, who are those? Look, we look exactly the same. Do we? Yeah. I, I, you gotta post that. Let me see it. Wait, yeah, I don't want I you to look. S- literally, I literally look the same. You do look the same, actually. You look the same too. I'm looking at you. Okay, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Thank you. My skin looks a little bit more clear in this in this um, photo. But anyways, okay, I'm gonna read to you the five things that we put on here. Where do you see yourself in five <laughs> years? Okay, this you ready? Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Number one, traveling to the nations. Uh, I've been doing that. <laughs> Wait, since since five years ago? Traveling to the nations? When's the last time you've been to the nations? It's been a long time. Right. So I had already been to the nations. I know, but we said in five years we're going to be still traveling to the nations. Oh, well, I'm going to the nations next year. Hey, but we didn't know, we didn't anticipate COVID to happen, which like stopped a lot of our travels. Oh, yeah. Children does kind of put your, your you know travels on pause just because like... Yeah, who really wants to go international? Balling, or you could just right handle the 
the weight of well, it's 2.0 just, parenting. Yeah, it's road. just like who wants to travel with small children across the country in different time zones? And because, <sighs> you know, everyone went to South Africa last month. Yeah. And with your job yeah. and not everyone. But there was a big conference in South Africa. We considered it for a brief moment. And for then I was brief, like, like traveling. Yeah, I was like traveling <laughs> with an infant and a three, four year old to South Africa. I don't know. Yeah. People, some people are built for that. That's fine. But I was just like, yeah, I don't know. Anyways, yeah. traveling to the nations. No, we have not gone anywhere, but you are going somewhere next summer. 2024. So that's kind of yeah, yeah. to be determined. Okay. Number two. This one's funny. I, don't, I think this was a joke. Book tour. <laughs> book tour? <laughs> yeah. Like go, like writing a book and then going on a book tour. Like, oh, a book tour. Oh, wow. Yeah. I think that was That's a joke. That's your dream. <sighs> Not anymore, I don't think. Well, yeah, it's probably Not a joke. Not anymore. I think at one point I didn't want to I didn't even know write. about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, number three. Discipling our kids. Oh, yeah. That's, that's happening. That's in full effect as yeah. we speak. <laughs> yes. A lot of that is, yeah. It just happened like 10 minutes yeah, ago. Character so. correcting. <laughs> Character coaching. Character coaching, yeah. Spoons. Okay, number Bible. number four, debt free. We get in there. We're not debt free. We're on our way. We could do it though. We paid off your student loans. Yeah, but I had a GI Bill. I didn't have a lot of student debt. You still Anyways. have you still have student debt. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, it wasn't like five hundred dollars. No, it wasn't. No, we paid off my student yes, loans. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm just I'm just trying to like celebrate. I'm just trying to celebrate small moments you know what i mean yeah, We're making i progress. mean we could we could definitely pay off our debt by the end of next year no end of next year yes dream bigger honey i did you not did you <laughs> not realize that i have not been paying my student loans for the past like <laughs> three years because of the pandemic and i just started paying it again last month <laughs> yeah i mean it's not a lot but i love your faith maybe we can i maybe, mean maybe i'll get a promotion have we not seen that all things are possible. Yes, we have. <laughs> yes, we have, actually. Yeah, we're literally living in it. Yeah, that's true. That's another it story for really another day. It is Anyways, okay, wait, I want to get through this so we can get to our questions because we have some good questions. Okay, number five, master's degree. <laughs> <laughs> Which technically... I'm still doubting what I should no, but keep you... going. <laughs> well, yeah, I am in a master's you're program. You're in your master's program, yes. so that's kind of hallelujah. No. So I'd okay. say, like, maybe that's confirmation. I was praying about that today. Yeah. Lord, that's what I sound like in my head. <laughs> Lord, please, God, <laughs> I don't really know about this though. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's cool to see that this is where we thought we were, and actually, that's pretty good. Traveling to the nations, mm-hmm. discipling our kids, yeah. working on being debt free, yeah. master's working. degree, working on it. Yeah, book tour. It. I think I really truly put that to be funny. Yeah, I don't you know why. Did. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so I thought that was cool, but oh, that anyways, was all of them. That was so four out of five. That was just five, four. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's pretty. Good. That's I think those are attainable good. things. Those are attainable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, okay. Oh, maybe we should do the what? next five years now, and then in five years. Yeah, now, and I want you to put your good. mic closer to your mouth. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's the eighth episode, Devon. <laughs> Still working on him putting his mic closer to his mouth. Yeah, or maybe I should just shout. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. and talk loud no but yeah we should write down where we want to be in five years from now i feel like i really want to think about that though and not like do it on the spot i feel like i really have to deeply think about yeah. That. yeah which i think we did do that marriage workbook over the summer when we had a marriage retreat we did write down some goals we had to go back and look at that actually we should. okay 
let's get into these questions. Okay, I actually um, printed them out on a piece of paper and folded them up. Put mm-hmm. in a little glass bowl that we have right here on the table. Mm-hmm. Did okay. you just think about that idea today or you been thought about doing that? No, I just thought about that this morning. All right, cool. So we're just going to, you know, pick from the bowl, mm-hmm. read the question and we'll answer it. Okay. okay. And the, all right, but what questions that this is questions that the audience or the, yes. uh, the our listeners. listeners, these are questions that are listeners. All right. Let's try to answer these so. with, uh, authenticity and, uh, respect. I'm just gonna be so unserious, like I don't know. That's I feel like that's kind of the mood I'm in right now, but I'm gonna still be real. Yeah, yeah, be real, be serious. Yeah, these are serious questions. <laughs> I just want to have some fun. This is our last episode, so yeah. let's have some fun. Yeah. Okay, you want to go first, or you want me to go first? Sure. Okay, go ahead. I saw on your Instagram story that you went to marriage counseling. Why did you go? Wow. Okay, we just get right, jumping right in. Yeah, a whole bunch of reasons. Um, Devon. One. <laughs> a whole bunch of reasons. Yeah. One. I don't think that you necessarily wait, have you about to, to wait. You about to get deep? <laughs> you about to get? Deep. I'm gonna answer the question. Okay. It's a question. Ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I don't think that you gotta wait till your marriage is falling apart to go get marriage counseling. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it just marriage takes work. Like, I need help. Like, so if I'm getting coaching for like fitness. Because somebody can get me to a place I can't get on my own, I'm going to go get help. I'm going to go get a coach. Yeah. Like marriage is something, it's a garden that needs to be tended and things need to grow. And so I want our marriage to grow. Also, we hit, we're hitting issues and problems that we don't necessarily know how to solve. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's good to get a third party that yeah. has wisdom on it. Two, if I look at my ancestry and if I were to if I were to just sit down and have an interview with my parents, my parents' parents and their parents' parents, if they were all alive, um, my guess is that they would say, hey, I wish I had a bear, better marriage, at least in my first marriage. Mm-hmm. And so <clears throat> I shouldn't assume that I'm automatically going to have a great marriage if my parents struggled in that area, you know, which they're amazing. Yeah. And so. I should get help. Yeah, that's good. What I was going to say, what I've learned is that a lot of times when you go to counseling, they do want you to have a problem for mm-hmm. them to address. Cause I didn't, I, cause here's how it started. Actually, when we went to marriage counseling a year ago, I think mm-hmm. was that I was pregnant kind of having a hard time. I guess I must've been having a hard time. And I was like, I think I should just go to counseling. Mm-hmm. And then I remember going and my counselor, our counselor was like, so why are you here today? What problems are you? I had to fill out this questionnaire too. They're like, what problems do you have? And I'm like, I don't know. I just kind of stressed out. So, <laughs> but it's like, they were looking for something very specific. Mm-hmm. And I realized like, oh, they actually want you to come in with a problem. Like, well, we've been you know, struggling with X, Y, Z. Yeah. So it started out with me going that like, makes sense. yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah. Cause it's like when you go to a doctor, right. They want to know like, okay, what's your issue? What can yeah. you look into today? Yeah. So I will say, you know what, to your point, like you shouldn't wait till there's an issue to go to counseling. I do think that's like great. I think you like, sh- it doesn't like have to be falling apart, you know, like you right, don't know true. what you don't know. But that was one of the, I mean, we found something to talk about. Oh yeah. Like, cause I think what happened was I went for like two sessions and then I was like, actually like, can I bring my husband into this? <laughs> mm-hmm. And our counselor was like, yeah, sure. 
And so we went a couple times, which is more than enough, actually. Like we went like maybe three times and then we stopped going because yeah. I had Joel and mm-hmm. yeah, just took a break from it. But it was really good. And then we it was good. Yeah. Did you have hemorrhoids after birth? <laughs> that question is for you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I had hemorrhoids. Next question. How do you make time for intimacy while juggling many hats? Also, what is your favorite form of intimacy to give and receive? I think, I mean, really, when the kids go to sleep, yeah, we have, what, maybe about two hours until we're starting to cut into our sleep time. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> if there's any time for intimacy, it's then, you know, whether it be conversational or sex or whatever. Um. What is your favorite form of intimacy to give and receive? I don't know. I like, um, ooh, I like a good, like, when watching a movie mm-hmm. and you give me a massage. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. You're sitting on the couch and I'm on the floor and I'm like, yes, give me a massage. Yeah. And it's so funny because I grew up seeing my mom and my stepdad doing that. Oh, yeah. Okay. And it's like, wow, I get it now. Yeah. I carry my stress in my shoulders. So I really appreciate that. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. I don't know. Honestly, like sometimes probably sex. Um, I mean, it's I mean, it's, yeah, it's amazing that it could get better in marriage. Like you just get better, oh, yeah. and better and better, you know. So that's pretty dope. Other than that, it's great conversation moments. You know, intimacy is not just sexual. No, it's not. What do you guys argue about? Our first argument ever. <laughs> that, that wasn't our first argument. It was the first argument one in marriage. that we remember. It was like, yeah, really intense. <laughs> yeah. Was about... Uh, Who's who, the best joker? Who, who played the better joker? Yeah. That was before <laughs> the latest guy. That was before... Yeah, oh, that was, that before, was before Joaquin. That was before Joaquin, yeah. Yeah. That was... Um, but do you think Joaquin is a, the best joker? He played a different kind of joker. He played a different kind of joker. Nah, I don't think so. Okay. The yes. joker made you feel sorry for him. Yeah. It was like a different side of Joker, you know? Yeah. But it did seem, honestly, it seemed realistic. Like, yo, this could be what it was like. Yeah. You know? Um, But my opinion was, dang, that's sad. I forgot bro's name. Rest Ooh. in peace. Oh. Um, uh, Everybody knows what I'm talking about. Dark Knight Joker. Yeah, right. Yeah. I think he did a better job. Old buddy. I'll be honest. I never you saw gotta that. You got to go back. You got to go back and look at it. Yeah, I never saw that one. Yeah. I only saw the one from Suicide Squad. Yeah. And Jay Leto. Jay Leno. Leto. Leto. Leto or Leno? Because there's actually two Leto and Leno. Leno is like the talk show host, right? Leto is Leto. the- I think it's Leto. Okay. <laughs> Dang, we should know that, but- Anyways. No, Leto, cool. yeah. Yeah, we typically just argue about- Oh, actually, it was funny the other day when we were talking about- We had a heated discussion in here in the kitchen- Remember we were talking about uh, whether or not boys have attitudes. Oh yeah. And uh, <laughs> it wasn't that heated. It wasn't that heated. But I could tell you it was tight. Yeah, and then I went and sat down at my la- at my computer, and Devon was like, "What did you say when you came around the corner?" You were like, "Uh, I think I said something like, something like sometimes I'll be talking to you, and it feels like I'm walking on landmines." Because I think you thought that I was legitimately like upset about uh-huh. that, and I said, "No, I'm just very. Sometimes I just get passionate in the moment." Uh-huh. It doesn't mean I'm going to be pissed at you for the rest of the day or the week. Yeah. Like, I'm just, sometimes yeah. I'm just like, I'm going to be passionate about a topic. Yeah. And I'm going to express myself. 
we just left so, it at that. And that was a good, was good yeah. And yeah. that's a good learning thing too. Like even now, I feel like that's good for you to know because for you to say like, I feel like I'm walking on landmines. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're not actually like, mm-hmm. maybe you are. I mean, maybe that's what that means. Well, you walk on landmines and you don't know when I'm going to, ex- when I'm going to like get passionate about something. Yeah. Oh, okay. Or what? like when you're going to get triggered or something like that. <laughs> yeah. But that's, it's a helpful for you to know though. Like, if I do have passionate moments, it's not. Yeah, it's I mean, not super serious. It's just yeah. like in the moment. I I'm think just, if I wouldn't have said nothing, I probably would assume you were really upset. Then I would have been thinking in my head, had to work it out in my head, get to the yeah. place where I was cool, and then move on. Yeah. But the fact that I can say something, or in certain times I say something. Yeah. Or we talk about it, then we can work through it. Apparently, like I'm really hard to read. Mm-hmm. I, at times yeah at times even for you right because yeah. i remember the mm-hmm. other day when jordan and will were over here our friends mm-hmm. and you guys were talking about something mm-hmm. and i was sitting over here by the computer and you were in conversation and then i got up to go use the bathroom mm-hmm. and yeah and then we I, thought you were upset well listen yeah i got up and used the bathroom and the next thing i know like i hear a knock at the door and i'm like okay like you know y'all know i just got up and went in here yeah did you say anything to me? Were you like, are you good? Yeah, you were like, are you good? Say, you good? Yeah. And I said, yeah. And I came back out and you were like, are you okay? Did you just have a mental breakdown? Yeah. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I literally just got up to go use the bathroom. You're like, well, you just like it stormed off. like you off. slammed the door, yeah. Yeah, you're like. <laughs> it sounded like you slammed the door and stormed off. You're yeah. like, you got up super abruptly. You looked mad and it sounded like you slammed the door. I thought you were going to have, I thought you were having a mental breakdown. Is what you told me. And I'm like, no, I literally just had to go use the bathroom. My stomach was running. And I'm like, let me go use the yeah, just had the bubble guts. <laughs> so I just found that to be, I'm like, whoa, I just, no, I'm not mad. I just have a resting face and yeah, I just be chilling. I just do my own thing. <laughs> Anyways, but I don't know if that answered yeah. the question. We just yeah. argue about. Normal stuff. I mean, what else do we argue about? Mm. 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 We don't argue that much. We don't argue that no. much. I would say this when we were dating, we rarely argued. I remember that. I remember being like, we didn't argue that much. We argue way you're more. About, you're talking about the second time we dated. Yes, yes, yes. The first time we dated, we did argue. We argue a lot. But yeah. talking about like in our, when we were in college. We were adults. Yeah, yeah. That we were, that we, we were yeah, 15. I felt like we rarely ever argued. And then in our marriage, yeah, of course, you're going to have some If tensions. you ain't arguing, you ain't doing it right. <laughs> now, the the point is, how do you argue and how do you come back? You know what I'm saying? Right, if you ain't exactly. arguing, somebody lying. If y'all not, if y'all agree on anything. Somebody is not sharing their true Somebody's feelings. Somebody's not being honest. Yeah. But because I used to think conflict was bad. Like, dang, something wrong. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's working. It's how you deal with it. Yeah. Matters how you deal with the conflict. So point of view, you're a person who is waiting to have sex until marriage, but you're afraid there won't be sexual chemistry or that'll be vanilla. <laughs> <laughs> Plain. Basic. How... <laughs> how can you grow sexual chemistry and compatibility after marriage good question valid yeah yeah so i think one you shouldn't be afraid of that kind of thing i mean you want to marry somebody for more reasons than the possibility of a good sex life okay yeah like that's not going to keep you yeah i guarantee you that but that's a valid thing to to think about. Like it is, it is. I don't want an awful sex life. Yeah, it's you know? valid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't think it should be a point of fear for like too long. Like it's legit. Thing. Yeah. 
Um, but I think you can just, you know, you can grow your sexual chemistry and compatibility. Uh, I think it's meant to be like that. I think God designed marriage and sex to be experienced in covenant. So it's assumed that it's going to grow in covenant, yeah. not before covenant. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I think one of the ways you do that is just through vulnerability. The more you're open with the person emotionally, mm-hmm. the more you're naked with the person emotionally in every area of your life, financially, emotionally, spiritually, physically, um, I think it's just going to grow naturally. Yeah. You know, the more you play tennis, what does this counselor said, play tennis, share ideas. Mm-hmm. Like you say something, oh yeah, I feel you. Go back and forth playing tennis yeah. every day, every week. And then loving one another. Yeah. God, see, when you do covenant right, when you do it mm-hmm. with God's favor on it, God actually wants to bless the marriage bed. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things I realize. God wants to, he's in every area of your life. Yeah. And so he can grow it, the chemistry. Right. You know what I mean? He can grow it. Yeah. Because he wants you to enjoy it as well. Like you and I had a sexual history before we got married. Oh, yeah. That's wild. And yeah. when we got yeah. married, we thought it was going to be like, the same or i don't actually i don't know if we, what we thought about it i don't know what but we thought. it was completely like was totally different totally different than what we were what we ha- our experience beforehand we had to put in the work to you want to tell that story because i actually tell that story to guys sometimes you do i mean i just feel like that would take forever yeah, yeah, yeah. but long story, short, yeah, long story it short it just was right. not what we expected and even though we had the sexual history and uh we had to go to our mentors and like mm-hmm. be vulnerable, be open. Pray. We went, yeah, pray, <laughs> pray before sex, which is so weird, right? It's yeah, like, it was weird to think about. Yeah. God, please pull up on this. No. <laughs> <laughs> please pull up in this bed. No, <laughs> um, we went to like a marriage workshop that was about sex. Yeah. Which is, and that was like maybe six years into our marriage. That was just like maybe two years ago that we yeah. did that. And it was actually really insightful. It was helpful. Yeah. It was. And helpful. So, you just continuously grow, continuously learn. And, um, yeah, like you said, like God wants to bless the marriage, but he, wants so to bless it. he designed it that way. There's beauty in it. And the good thing is you have the rest of your life. You got the rest of <laughs> you got a out. long time. Oh, what is your most embarrassing story? I do just remember call this one time, uh, member. Hmm? Do you remember that one time? What? <laughs> I was trying to see if you could read my mind. I was mind. daydreaming. What were you saying? Sometimes we can read each other's minds. Do yeah. you remember that one time I'm thinking about? Uh, I have an idea. What? Say it. You talking about when we went to the cemetery? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. No. Okay. So for me, one of my embarrassing stories is when we went to a New Year's Eve service at church. And this is before I was like a Christian. But for some reason, you and I went. We weren't even dating. Oh, we were like oh. talking. Oh, yeah. And New Year's Eve service, past midnight, decide we want to go get some food at IHOP. We go and it's packed. It's New Year's Eve. IHOP's like 24 hours, right? Packed. We go in to like the lobby area, see how long the wait is. While we're there, everyone in the lobby area, one one woman says, girl, your shoes are so <laughs> cute. I was wearing these really obnoxious high heels. Mm-hmm. They were so obnoxious. I don't know why I was wearing those, especially to a church event. <laughs> and this woman goes, oh, girl, your shoes are so cute. <laughs> she didn't say it like that. She didn't say it like that. I don't know how she, I don't said, know how she it. said it, but she gave you a compliment. She gave me a compliment. Yeah. 
And um, <laughs> I was like, thank you. And then I think we decided that we wanted to leave because like, the wait was oh, too long. Oh, yeah. We walked out. Yeah. And as soon as I walked out of the door, I literally almost broke my ankle because <laughs> my heels were too high and I fell flat on my face. I don't know what happened. Was that the night you were wearing that red, that red dress? No, no. it's not. Never mind. <laughs> and uh, I just remember I looked back and everyone, because you know, like the IHOP, the lobby waiting area is like glass windows. <laughs> I looked back and everyone up in there was staring at me like, like <laughs> she right? And uh, yeah, good thing about that is like I never will, s- I never saw those <laughs> never people ever it. again. So yeah. Anyways, that's, that's like it's like one thing to like get a compliment about your shoes and then like it be your downfall, <laughs> and like. The next 10 seconds. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, that's the story that comes to mind. Yeah. What about you? Uh, the first thing that came to my mind was, <laughs> I think it's fourth grade. Was it fourth grade <laughs> or fifth grade? Fourth grade or fifth grade? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Hold on, I had my, my coffee. In I my think it's fourth grade or fifth grade. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's graduation. And, um... <laughs> It's funny because my mom recorded this graduation <laughs> ceremony and we have to sing like an anthem for the school or something like that. Was I in Virginia at this point? No, I think I was in Charlotte. Devon. Uh, yeah. So I think my, my my mom is like recording what's happening and I think we have to sing a song at some assembly or some graduation or something. And you could see that my face is, I'm in distress in the video. And I remember what that was like. I had the bubble guts. All of a sudden, as we're singing this thing at the graduation, and she I'm like, she, she just <laughs> caught my face. You can see me like, yo, he is not feeling this. He really not feeling this moment right now. And if you remember what it was like in elementary school and middle school, the worst thing is to be caught in the bathroom taking a dump. Like, you would get worked. Your name is on the list. Like, you're getting roasted. You can't take a dump at school. You can't take a dump at school and get caught. It's over for your reputation, my man. <laughs> so, I was struggling. I didn't want to go. And then, <laughs> a little bit of slip. No. No. Shut up. It slipped. A little <laughs> bit, yeah. So, no. I run out. <laughs> I run out. No. I run no. out. It's the only time. I remember having okay. an accident. Okay. And I get to the bathroom, and I'm in there, and I think some, like, second graders or third graders came <laughs> in, and they're like, oh, it smells horrible in here. <laughs> it was like, those fifth graders using our bathroom again, something like that. It was wild. So that was the most embarrassing thing that I can remember. I love that for you. Yeah. <laughs> it never happened again. Made sure it never happened again. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, a smart person who just left. Like, screw this assembly. Wow, I gotta use a bathroom. <laughs> right. You know, sitting here. Don't nobody care about that. <laughs> that's so funny. Wait, were you on stage and you left? No, it was just we were during the, it. Yeah, it was just oh, during, yeah. okay, okay, okay. <laughs> all right, next question. My turn. Mm-hmm. How do you deepen the friendships you make at church? Also, how do you deal with the conviction of disliking someone or finding someone annoying who is in your church friend group? Interesting. So I think deepening <laughs> friendships in church is hard. It takes work, commitment. It does. I think some relationships just happen naturally if you're in the same stage of life mm-hmm. and y'all both have a lot of common interests. It's just like, oh, you like that too? Bet. And y'all just become cool and y'all hang out. Yeah. But a lot of times that doesn't happen in church because you have a diverse people right. group coming together in the banner of Christ. 
Yeah, right? it's like the only thing you have in common is like Jesus. Sometimes, yeah. yeah. Sometimes. And so we're supposed to be brothers and sisters in the faith. What that means partly is that they deserve my love and my commitment. Like they have rights. That's how I said they have rights to my love and my commitment. Hmm. Um, and vice versa, because we're family, right? Like we expect Joel and Gianna to love one another yeah. because they're family. Um, <clears throat> but I think in addition to that, it takes be either being a part of a small group if your church has small group like that. Yeah, I think that's a that's an easy way to be intentional. It's yeah. like and really get to know people. Yeah, that's a good first step. Yeah, like go to a small group, go to a men's gathering, go to a women's gathering, and then have conversations with people. You know, ask them about themselves, mm-hmm. and then if you find someone that you think you can remotely be cool with, get lunch, go do something. If you're in a small group. I, you know, I will say this. If you're in a small group, the longer you stay committed to that group, you'll probably start to like some of those people. Yeah. Like I was in a group of people. They were totally different. And this older gentleman, I think he's so cool now. But it took probably like a year, you mm-hmm. know, or two for me to get to know him. Like, yo, this man is like mad cool. So we could have lunch now. We could probably go to a movie. Wow. Um. Yeah. So it takes that. It yeah. takes initiative sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Like for me, if I want to become friends with someone from church, like I just feel like we've culturally here at least or like how we even in our campus ministry, like as Christians, we've always just been the type to be so super relational. Like, you know, and that's a um, stereotype of ECU is that we like to quote unquote party. Mm-hmm. And so like social the Christians high social IQ. <laughs> yeah. So the Christians at ECU are like, yeah, we just hang out yeah. like all the time. And yeah, so family. Um, enjoy life. Yeah. I think, I think it's, it's not weird to like, if you, if we found a couple at church that like we want to be friends with, it's not weird to be like, Hey, y'all want to hang out? Like y'all want to get the kids together and like, just, just find a, like, I think one good Avenue is like, if you have kids the same age yeah, and you're like, Hey, you want to come to my kid's birthday party? Hey, like you want to like come over and like let the kids play and stuff or go to the park and the kids play. Like, I just feel like, yeah, just finding ways to connect yeah it's real what would you say is like the biggest challenge with the biggest challenge with that yeah um first thing that comes to your mind time yeah that's good i think for for us because like you know we both work Mm -hmm. and any any downtime we get it's like oh do we just want to chill especially because you and i are extrovert sorry introverts we're introverts yeah kind of yeah kind of yeah you don't think I am, or you don't think you are. I don't know if you are. Honestly. I'm both. I'm both. Uh, I'm a di- if, I'm if a divergent. And extrovert is I'm, actually a thing. I don't even know if it's a thing, but if it's actually legit, you probably are extroverted. What? Okay. You draw energy from being around people to some degree. It depends. Yeah, I'm an ambivert. I think that's what you call it, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm just a divergent. I'm everything, honestly. Yeah. I mean, I will say friendships, time. And it's just going to require sacrifice on some yeah. some regard. Like to say yes to something means saying no to something else. So, yeah. but I think it's worth it. I mean, who wants to die alone? Like, let's <laughs> let's get to the end of our life with some great friends. Yeah. Pray. Ask God to help you. Yeah. How do you deal with conviction, disliking somebody, or find someone annoying? I think first thing is ask yourself what what is it about them that's making you frustrated and irritated. What is it about them? that's making you frustrated or irritated and getting down to the root of it, <laughs> you know? Cause I feel like you handle this really well and not that like you find people annoying, but like 
maybe outsiders or people who typically wouldn't want to be friends with because a little different or you're one to include everyone and not exclude you know mm-hmm. and see people for who they really are and i like that about you you're very genuine Thanks. about that appreciate that yeah i mean yeah i think just it helps to to try to see them the way god sees them and that might take time yeah you know and i feel like the more you understand someone's baggage mm-hmm. like their problems yeah the more you can empathize with where they're at a lot of times the irritation could just be their baggage coming off of mute every now and then. And mm-hmm. you're like, oh, that's kind of loud. Like, I don't really like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so ask yourself, what is it that about that person that I don't like? And then get down to the root of it. You know, because you don't have to. I don't think you have to like everybody, but you got to love people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's okay. Like, I don't really feel this person like that. Yeah. That's probably normal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. And I don't think you got to be friends with everybody. Yeah. You know, like that's just not Jesus wasn't friends with everybody. He just didn't have the time. He did, He was in limited space and limited time. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But he treated everybody with respect and dignity. Yeah. And so that could be real tough because I know sometimes you'll be like, man, I just feel irritated by this person, but I'm supposed to love them. They're at church. Yeah. Or it's like inconvenient. Inconvenient yeah. or it's annoying. Yeah. Um, I think when you start to get down to the root of it, you'll probably be like, oh, I'm just angry because this person talks too much <laughs> around me and. Yeah. God's gracious with me. I could be gracious with them. Yeah. I could I could learn how to maneuver my way out of the Yeah. to the scenario so I'm not feeling that way. Yeah, also you're really good at like um having conversations with people. Like I think there's been times where maybe there's an outsider, mm-hmm. right? For maybe valid reasons. You do a good job of like seeing people the way God sees them and then like able to have a conversation with them mm-hmm. in a loving way that's like hey like maybe don't do that <laughs> oh you're talking about like confront somebody on that <laughs> yeah yeah i think that just <laughs> depending on the relational capital you have with that person yeah yeah you could do it yeah <laughs> they because they need to hear that or I, I mean i need to hear that whatever yeah. my stuff is so right yeah but not in the first meeting <laughs> no. I was like, hey bro what are you talking about like, who are some people that you look up to can be someone you know personally or not personally I mean, I could think of some people you look up to. Oh, tell me. Or they inspire you. Yeah, tell me. How about you go first? No, but I don't. I can't think of anyone. So who do you think inspires me? Uh, I think you like Jackie O'Perry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the, the Prestons. Yes. The Prestons. The, Prestons. <laughs> the Perrys. The Perrys. President, I, I President do love the Perrys. Yeah. Um, they're funny to me. I find them hilarious. Yeah. And Jackie, what I like about her is that she just keeps it 100 at all times. Mm-hmm. It's funny because I'm reading her devotional right now upon waking. My friend gifted okay. me. Shout out. Shoot. Yeah. So I actually typically don't like devotionals. Yeah. And yeah, I just don't really read devotionals. Yeah. <laughs> um, But I opened it and the first thing, one of the first things that she says in the <laughs> devotional is, I don't like devotionals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, nice. um, but it's funny because I've been reading it. And it's actually been so good. I'm like, wow, like. I yeah. like this devotional, and so she um, say that. But never mind. Go what ahead. Well, I was going to say, I don't read devotionals either. But yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with devotionals yeah, if you like devotionals. Sure. I yeah, think because yeah, yeah. I think, but devotion. one thing that Jackie is <laughs> intentional about in her new book, her new devotional, is that she's like devotionals are typically like just you get a verse and then you write like a couple lines about like that one verse. Mm-hmm. She's like, my goal is to get to is 
so that you can become more hungry about the scriptures and the word. Mm, mm, and so in every like devotional she's writing, yeah, like she's giving you some really like some meat. Yeah, some she meat. Give you something and to it, chew on. Yeah, and it, on, it does Jackie. make you care, more curious, like, yeah. oh, like, yeah, let me actually. Hey. Yeah. So anyway, so it's good. You should look into it. it. I mean, you should look at it. It's it's I'll really cool. It. Anyway, so yeah, I do like her. She gives it a straight. There's no fluffiness, and she, yeah. Yeah, it's hard. I feel like I, I'm inspired by certain traits that people have. Mm-hmm. Like I could, anybody can inspire me. You know, there's like people around our church and community that I admire aspects yeah. about them that I'm like, yo, I would love. You know, that's that's mm-hmm. awesome. Um, <clears throat> like I look up to my dad in some respects. Like he's real decisive. His presence is there when he's in the house. His mm-hmm. he has a booming voice. I always wanted to like speak like him. His voice just fills up. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Doesn't it? It just fills up the house like you know he's talking. <laughs> um, I will say that I probably this is funny to to say to me. What I, you look up to me? Uh, no, but you're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but no, and you're amazing. Okay, <laughs> switch the butt to and. <laughs> nah, in many ways I do look up to you. Super detailed, administrative. You can manage a lot. Thank you. Is you know super creative. You could do a lot of things well. Remember, you picked up crocheting. And you were like a beast at it. <laughs> like what? You just pick up crocheting. You just Alyssa has a lot of talents, y'all. Um, God's expecting a return on those talents, by the way. Oh, but, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I admire I admire Reggie and Bomi. Oh yes. I admire them. I feel like Pastors it took me from some years. Durham, yeah. Yeah, it took me some years to realize that I'm like I kind of low key kind of do <laughs> super low key admire them a little bit. Yeah. You know, I think it's like their relatability, they're yeah. just themselves and then like Reggie this man is like real spiritual in a good sense. It's led by the spirit, but when you talk to him, he could talk to you about sports, he could talk to mm-hmm. you about casual things, he could talk to you about Marvel. Yeah. You know, he's just and he just always seems like himself. And yeah. He's just so chill. He never sees you. You never. He never seems like anxious mm-hmm. or afraid or moved mm-hmm. at all. You know, <laughs> like yeah, never. And then he's joyful. So, and I've yeah. seen him. And honestly, he's been ministering to me since I was a college student. Now I think about it. Right. Yeah. Um. So, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, they're great. Of no, course, Jesus. Great. Of course, there's some dead saints that I admire. Um, that ain't here. Martin Luther King Jr. <laughs> just, I just, Smith Wigglesworth. Just the way you said it. The way I said it. Because I'm looking at my uh, library. Book. Yeah, your books. Dr. It? Eric Mason. Oh, yeah, Eric you know, Mason. E. Mace. E. Mace. E. Mace. A.W. Tozer. I mean, there's, there's a whole bunch of people out there. <gasps> Tim. Tim, my man. Doc, you Tim. know what I admire about Dr. Tim? Dang. How am I losing to Keller? Yeah, <laughs> honestly, he's deeply for my faith. Is he always keeps it about the gospel mm-hmm. till the day that he died? Yeah, which honestly is Preached like the gospel every time has been so influ- influential in the Christian like yeah. space. I'm not Christian space, like in our lives as Christians, because yeah. he really taught us. I feel like how to keep everything about the gospel. Yeah, he really did. Everything At least Christ in my yeah. sphere of yeah sphere of the the movement or whatever i call it brands of christianity <laughs> like that's when i got mentored that's who i got introduced to yeah and 
it's formed a conviction to me be like, yo, I'm, I gotta, I gotta get to the gospel mm-hmm. if I'm teaching or preaching. Love that. Love that. Yeah. Rest in peace, uh, my God. See you one day. <laughs> in heaven and new earth. See you one day. See you soon. <laughs> is this, is this yours or mine? Yours. My yeah. Hey, how do you keep God at the center of your lives individually and together? How do you keep God at the center of your lives? Ooh, that's hard. Well, I don't know, man. <laughs> or, I would say, or woman. Or woman. <laughs> I just, God is keeping me. And in him keeping me, he keeps himself at the center of my life because he's a good father. And he's going to discipline me every time I get out of line by his Holy Spirit. So it's not all on me. God is more committed to my sanctification and your sanctification to make you more like Jesus than you are. So he's doing the heavy lifting. I thank him for that. However, (laughs) I do have some things in place and some, you know, we call it the spiritual practices or the spiritual disciplines. That's just a regular engagement of prayer, Bible reading, corporate worship, fasting, all the means to get to God. So those rhythms are in my life. And so I'm giving God something to work with to cultivate the soil of my heart. Yeah. You know, I feel like the heart is like a a mug and, you know, there's hot water in it. And when you put tea in there, the longer the tea sits in there, the more it changes the contents of the water. Mm -hmm. And so Christ, the gospel needs to sit in the heart for a long time to change the contents of the heart. And so reading the Bible, I mean, we're committed to corporate worship every week, going to church, being around the saints. And then beyond that, I mean, I got friends that I talk to, you know, they're going to pray for me when I get out of line, they're going to know after a a while, somebody going to hit me up. Yeah. And ask me how you doing. And then, you have a lot of people ask you how you're doing. Yeah, yeah. I, we need that, you know? And then I think how I was trained to read the Bible is to see Jesus. In, in every, is, everything, yeah. See Jesus in everything. So it's not about me, it's about him. And then I think the last thing I'll say, because I could probably talk about this for too long, <laughs> is when I, by the grace of God, when I see that I'm drifting, and when I say drifting, for me, I mean that my spiritual hunger and desire and affection for God is waning. When I can see that and feel that, Usually I do something out of the normal to shift myself back. And that's usually like some kind of fast. Oh, okay. Yeah. To crucify my flesh, the negative parts of me, so that I can increase in spiritual hunger for God and the things of the kingdom. Yeah. And that usually recenters me to some yeah. degree. So Um, this makes me think about like being a mom. I think a lot of moms can relate to this where it's like, Okay, when I had kids, like my quiet time went out the window. Or like, you know, because the kids are waking up early and you're mm-hmm. tired and you're you're running around and all these things. And I feel, yeah, I feel like a lot of women and moms can relate to that. And I think a simple way is like, yes, it is important to prioritize your time with the Lord and to pray and to read your Bible, all those things. Yeah, I agree. But if you find yourself like not in a season where you're not able to do that as much as you used to, you can still connect with God in other ways. And center yourself with God in the ways. And that could look like when you're taking your kids to school and you're in the car, like listen to worship music, pray. When you're spending time with your kids and just being mindful of God, you know, mm-hmm. like God, like what, what, what do you have to say about this moment right now? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. I would just add, I think just cause this is like a soap for me. I, I don't know if it's just our generation, but do not underestimate the power 
and the necessity of talking about the Bible with other people. Mm-hmm. That like theology, uh, how do you say it? Like thinking about theology, thinking about God corporately, mm-hmm. like just join a small group, go to church. So many people yeah, yeah. are disconnected. And so you're not going to grow in your individual relationship because you're in our individual relationship is not supposed to be uh, siloed from other people's relationship with God. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a family. It's a corporate business It's a corporate pursuit. And so sometimes the fire is reignited just cause I'm around somebody talking. Like when I went to my barber today, mm-hmm. bruh, the Bible study we had in that, just talking about God, oh, uh-huh. and I left, I left filled up mm-hmm. just cause He's, you know, he's talking about the scripture. He's talking about what God's doing in his life. Yeah. And I wouldn't have got there if I was by myself. Yeah. I was like, man, we were both like, oh, my God, bro. Anyways, I, together. Um, we actually don't. We don't do that much together. Yeah. I think. I think we should. Yeah. It's an area of growth it's for us. It's an area of growth, yeah. I think maybe doing this helps. Being with the kids. We still go to church together on Sundays. <laughs> you yeah. Know? I definitely, one thing that we wanted to do was like, um, do something together as a family. We haven't really done that yet because felt like, I mean, you're, it's never too early, I guess. But now that G's getting older, mm-hmm. you know, definitely want to implement like, I don't know, Saturday morning devotionals with the family or something like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I will say we listen to worship together. That's pretty consistent. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely some more intentionality in that area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is your guys' pet peeve of each other? <laughs> Don't hurt my feelings. Don't hurt your feelings, not in front of everybody. <laughs> uh, one is you uh, have this tendency to leave the car door unlocked, unlocked and sometimes the key's in the car. <laughs> in my wallet in the car. And so I'll just oh, be Lord. walking by. It's probably unlocked right now. Let me go check. No, no, no. <laughs> just so y'all know, if you live in our neighborhood. We live beside a cop. We live inside a cop. We we I've I've um I've been better about this. I lock the car door now. <laughs> just like just a lot of business. I'm like, yeah, I leave my wallet in the car. The yeah, car yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know why I do up. that though. You know what it is? Is you be with the kids. You exactly. Be about it. And I don't have a hands to like um lock the car door. Yeah. yeah. You know, so anyways. That's funny. Mine for you is just today, actually. I looked in the cabinet because I was trying to figure out what was in the pantry. <laughs> and you be putting open condiments in the pantry. Open not, condiments? Yeah, not in the fridge. What are you talking about? Like condiments that need to be refrigerated after opening. Uh-huh. Sometimes you like put it back, in the, you put it in the pantry. Like what? And not the fridge. The um, hoisin sauce. Was the hoisin open. sauce? Yeah. I don't even use the hoisin sauce. What else? <laughs> You've done it before. To, I mean, you're probably not wrong. You haven't done it in a while. Every now, you, every now and then you do it, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like when you, really you like when you put the baked goods in the fridge, and oh, I'm yeah. like, why do you put the baked goods in the fridge? Now they're hard and yeah, cookies are hard and cold. I know. I've actually <laughs> learned that lesson. <laughs> I feel like one time you got like legit upset about that junk at our I, old apartment. Was it some cookies or something? Or some brownies or something like that? Yeah. Oh yeah, brownies. Yes. So I'm like, I wanted those. What about that pumpkin pie? But that's different. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like cold pumpkin pie actually. I was thinking about that when I put it in there. I was like, oh, maybe I should leave this out. Yeah, honestly. Let us in the fridge. 
what's refrigerated and what's not is confusing to me. Because when you get it at the grocery store, sometimes yeah, not refrigerated. Like the exactly. like strawberries ain't refrigerated exactly. when you get it at the grocery store. Exactly. And tomatoes I put in the fridge. And they're not usually gonna they're not usually refrigerated. <laughs> so I'm learning, okay. Side note, the tomatoes in Spain A plus, bruh. Really? You can eat them chunks like snack. <laughs> All right, my turn. Have you ever considered doing ministry, Alyssa, since Divine does it? What has that journey been like? Have I ever considered doing ministry? What do you mean? I I do do ministry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, there was a point in time where I did consider doing full-time ministry, and I was on that track. I was supposed to go to the school of ministry to be full-time campus minister, and then I interned. I'm still able to do ministry. I went and got a full-time job, but I was still involved with, you know, the ministry that you do. Mm -hmm. It's less now because of the kids and because my job, but yeah. And I also serve on the women's ministry team at church and this podcast is a ministry, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So honestly, and I'm also really big on like ministry is not just in, in the church, like ministry is in your neighborhood, at your jobs, in your home with your kids, Mm -hmm. ministries everywhere. And I feel like sometimes we have people come to us and they're like, I really want to, you know, go into ministry full time because I really want to like make an impact and I want to preach the gospel to people. And it's like, that's awesome. But you know, you can also do that as a doctor, as a dentist, it's needed as a businessman, entrepreneur, you know what I mean? Like you just, that's amazing that you have that desire and you have that fire in you, but it does not mean you have to become a pastor. So yeah. Anyway, that's not even like what the question was asking, but <laughs> yeah. Struggle cord. <laughs> um, okay. Next question. Oh, have you guys ever considered moving back to Charlotte? Yes. Next question. <laughs> what? what? Why? Why do you want to go? Na- why you move on so quick? Oh, I don't know. Go ahead. What? Are you afraid? No. This is a yes or no question. <laughs> <laughs> um, Did it say like explain? No, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we have considered, you know, all of our family is there. Yeah. Um, but also I feel like there's a part of me that I would love to go somewhere totally random and new <laughs> that we've never been to. That's what your mouth say. No, because Until we get there. I know. It's three months later, like <sighs> I know. It doesn't mean we have to be there forever. Nah. We can just stay there for six, twelve months. You know what I mean? Before we got married, we, we always talked about how yeah, we always talked about how we wanted to go move to Europe, <laughs> wanna go like be a part of a church plan and and just move from place to place to place. Like that's that's how we felt. Yeah, it sounds fun to so you have kids, bruh. <laughs> no, <laughs> Honestly, though, there is something, but there is a part of me that feels like that's... I'm still open. It could be fun to do with kids. Yeah. Honestly. I'm still open. Because we know families who've done that. Yeah. And it was a great experience for them. And so I think it's just, yeah, definitely a mind... We have to definitely shift our mindset about, you know, how we do things, but go ahead. No, I just... I remember being at this school and... uh, I asked this one of the leaders this question. I said, man, basically I was saying, like, how do you deal with if you feel like 
you're called to go somewhere internationally. Like God wants you to do that. Mm-hmm. But then how do you wrestle? How do you, how do you, <laughs> I, my mind is not going, <laughs> how do you bridge the gap or how do you, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> I don't know. How do you reconcile that if you have a, if you're married and you have a family and he's basically like, if you called your family's called too. Yeah. It's just real simple. Like, yeah, is the guy's not going to tell Alyssa to go over here if it's not a calling for our whole family and yeah. vice versa. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's still up in the air. Wherever the Lord leads. Yeah, we don't. The kingdom can be expanded in many nations in many cities. Yeah, we. We're, I don't know why we're just not the type to be like. This is where the question of like where do you want to be in five years is actually a really hard thing for us to answer because it's like I do. I do like to be a planner, but you're very much like. You know, wherever the wind blows us, wherever God blows us, the yeah. wind of the Holy Spirit blows us. That's probably why we're together. So you can have a little bit of both because <laughs> you got to plan, yeah. but you got to be open. But also like I'm ghosts. very, um, like I'm, I'm also, although I'm a planner, there's a part of me that gets FOMO and I'm like, but what if I miss out on this here? If I choose to go here, but if I choose to go here, what am I missing out here? And so that's why it's also hard for me to feel like there's a designated place that I really want to go to. But we love Charlotte. It's where yeah. we're from. Charlotte's Our family's a there. City. And also it's changed so much since we lived there. It's mm-hmm. been like how long has it been? A long time. You like almost fourteen years. That's pretty crazy actually. Yep. If you count that's college, a teenager. Yeah. That's a teenager. That's wild. Um, anyway, it's changed so much. It's like a new place. There's so much there. Mm. It's a great place for families, I feel like. So yeah that'll be a great place for us to to live if if we got the opportunity to live there again yeah we'd love to suburbs are nice the suburbs <laughs> okay your turn when are you having an episode with you jordan will and devon good question it's a good question that'd be cool you know i actually told devon the other day i was like if we do a season two i want every episode to be with guests yeah, you did say that. Yeah, I was like, I just, I don't know if that's we'll have what, to think through that. Though. That's, I don't know if that's something we're we're gonna do. But I'm yeah. like, we definitely want to get more guests. Yeah, and, for sure. Um, got some other people we got to get on here too. Yeah, we. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully soon. Hopefully that'd be, be cool. Yeah. Yeah. If we do a season two. If you could work another job, what would you do? What would you say I would do? If I could work another. Well, job? you said you wanted to work at a mail company. A mail company. Mail. Yeah. See, that's how I knew you was capping. Mail? What do you mean mail company? Mail? Like the mail. Remember? I want to be a mailman? Uh, post, post office. Oh, and do what? You wanted to pack the packages up. No, that's not what I said. Or you wanted to work at what? Target. Target. I was going to say, or Target and do the packaging. Yeah, that's not the same thing. You said both of those things before. I said when yes. I was I said when I was a little girl, I wanted, I wondered, I thought it would be fun to be a mailman, mm-hmm. woman. But, yeah, my dream job would be to be the person. I don't know if you guys have ever seen those videos where, like, you get an online order or, like, a pickup order or whatever, and you just go around and you, like, shop. And then, like, you box the order. You press the little sticker button. It prints out the perfect amount of sticker mm. of tape mm-hmm. to uh, tape up the box. Yeah. You print the label out. So satisfying. And also another thing I really like about it is, like, it seems like independent work. Yeah. Like I can just pop in a podcast and and package the order. Yeah. So love that. That's cool. <laughs> but I will say this, if I can work a dream job though, I think I would own a coffee shop. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And just create vibes and good coffee for people. That's cool. 
I don't know. I feel like I would like to be like on CIA reserve or something. Like not twenty four seven CIA. You know what I'm saying? Reserve. Like I want security clearance because I'm already deep deep thinker. Like I want to know what's going on behind the scenes and help. <laughs> but you know what? You know what came to my mind is it you did. said. But be on reserve though, like not all the time. Like hey, hit me up a couple of times a year. Yeah. And then do something else on the side. Hit me up a couple Still times. Have a family. Like just for funsies. Nah, like, just to you know contribute to society. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That does seem exciting, though. Like, I'm down for the thrill and yeah. adventure. Well, I was going to say, one thing that you always said you wanted to do was be in a movie, but be, like, the bad guy, right? Like, that just has, like, the one line or, like, the two lines. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could be, like, the guy that's fighting James Bond or, you know, like, one of those those uh, Euro- black Europeans that don't talk that much. That's, like, one of the bouncers or something. Yeah. You know? Not a major role. Not a major role. Yeah. I need like a couple of lines <laughs> and just grill people with a fresh suit on. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I could do that. What's God teaching you both right now? Deep, deep. You want to go first? God's always teaching me something. I think one thing, one thing fresh that's fresh in my mind is that how deep we get? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Okay. We're pretty raw in some of these questions. Okay. Um, I'll I just, I'll try to be deep, but I, this is, this might be deep, but I'll try to be brief about it. Cause I can, I might be able to get long winded. Um, my daughter just turned four and she's growing up before my eyes. I'm getting a little emo about it. And, but then there's these moments where like, she's super sweet and she just wants her mom. Like tonight she was crying cause mm-hmm. she wanted me to put her to bed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I try to remember, like, it's it's not always going to be this way, you know? And so mm-hmm. I'm just really trying to embrace, like, these moments with her. But also trying to love her well and um, really speak into her life to mold her and shape her. Because when I was her age, that was, like, very pivotal time in my life. Mm-hmm. It was significant time in my life. I went through a lot. I think it really shaped me um, to who I am today, shaped me into who I am today. And so there's a little bit like God's really speaking to me through that, you know, Mm -hmm. to like love her, but also see how God loved me, Mm. you know, when I was her age. Yeah. And um, so it's just very, yeah, that's, that's a recent revelation and just some, some healing. I know like people say like, don't try to find healing in your kids. Like, but I don't know. Whatever way God want to heal you, (laughs) let him heal you. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I'm learning a lot. I feel like I'm always learning like 10 things at the same time. (laughs) Uh, I think one big one is sometimes I feel like faith is like levels. And if you played a good fighting game, you got big bosses at the end of each level. You really can't go to that next level. Like I still haven't beat Ninja Gaiden. I think it's called Ninja Gaiden or something like that. (laughs) Ninja Jays or something like that. Some people would know. I've never beat that game because it's so hard because I couldn't beat this boss. And I just put it down. I never beat the game. And so I feel like this next level of faith for me is to count it all joy faith. Mm. That's what I've been saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was reading that scripture about counting all joy, the mm-hmm. issues, the sufferings, the things that you go through. And then Peter says, like, why are you acting as if something strange happening to you when you go through various trials? Those are pretty audacious, Ain't nothing new. clear Ain't nothing scriptures. <laughs> and so one day I was just like, let me just try this out. 
I just started saying, God, I just thank you for my issues. I just thank you for my afflictions. I thank you for these issues. I thank you for this. I thank you because it's making me better. And I just started to like, and it sounded strange, but I can tell that's where God wants me to be content with whatever problems I'm going through Mm -hmm. and rejoice because he's using it to make me better. And I've never stepped into that level of faith before. Yeah. I was going to say like, what's the reward in it? And like, yeah, yeah. I mean, the reward, I think the reward is just realizing that life is all about him. Mm -hmm. He's like, Devon, will you love me and follow me because of me? Not because of the comfort you might have. Yeah. Not because of what I can do in your life. Are you just going to follow me and love me and obey me just because of who I am, just because of us? Yeah. You know, and I think rejoicing and suffering and rejoicing and affliction. But then the more you do that, I'm like, man, my problems ain't even that big. Like they matter to God, <laughs> but mm-hmm. he's bigger. So I think that's probably the one of the major things yeah. that I'm learning. Um, I'm learning how to rest in my identity in Christ and not hustle to be enough for God. I think he showed me I had some residue shame in mm. my life through some inner healing that I needed. Yeah. And so I talked about that in probably previous episodes, but I feel like I've done a lot of work here. And he's like, no, there's still a little bit more healing <laughs> that you need. It's funny because in the beginning of this year, he told me like, there's more healing that you need. Mm, yeah. I remember that. You remember that? Yeah. I was like, Oh, that's dope. But now <laughs> it's happening. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so just, you know, God, I'm, I'm already enough before I do a thing. I don't have to do this. You know, I don't have to do this for God. Like I'm, I'm already, let me, obey out of gratitude and for him not to make myself feel like I'm enough. And so I think that's another thing and just learning how to rest and live by the unforced rhythms of his grace, Yeah, you know, and not striving and how to stop and that I have limitations, you know, bodily limitations, mental health limitations. Just, yeah, it's just a lot, but I think that's the main thing is to rejoice in affliction and to and to just make it all about love, receiving God's love and loving my wife, loving my kids, loving others. Good stuff. Yeah. What is your favorite thing to do as a couple? I know the first thing that came to my mind is what? A good vacation. A good vacation. Yeah. But that's like few and far between now. But I feel like we enjoy that. I wouldn't vacations. say few and far between. We still go on vacation every year. Yeah. But when we can get like a good vacation, like we're enjoying it, we're enjoying each other. Yeah. Enjoying the kids, like it's good. Yeah. That's just the first thing. Good travel is the first thing that came to my mind. But favorite thing to do together as a couple. Um, I like unserious moments. I'm in I'm in my unserious era right now, where <laughs> like. <laughs> Have you noticed? What was your serious error? Well, like. <laughs> Please tell me. What? You trying to say I've always been unserious? What I, I mean know. by that. I think I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah. What I mean by that is like, I just feel I've, you know, I told you, I was like, I am trying to find, um, I want to live a joy filled life. I've been saying this. Yeah. And I don't know if you noticed on the calendar, on the fridge. Laugh more. Laugh more. Yeah. I'm like, this week's reminder, laugh more. And I just. I just want to have more fun. And when I say like my life feels serious, it's like, okay, I'm like dealing with all these challenges. Okay. I'm busy with work. Okay. I'm, you know, uh, life stuff with family. I'm like, 
I just want spaces or moments where I can just be unserious. I can just laugh at dumb videos and memes. Or I can watch a show like The Summer I Turned Pretty, which is like this cheesy coming to age show about some high schoolers that I can, I'm literally a 30 year old woman, (laughs) 31 year old woman. Like I have no business really watching the show, but I'm watching it because it's like so unserious. And I don't know. I'm just like, want to be my unserious era. So all of that to say, gosh, why do I get so long winded? I like unserious moments with you. And Mm, there you go. Yes, I'm serious. Yes, I'm serious. Moments with you. So, like last week, we watched The Voice. Oh yeah, like, hey, The Voice be hitting low key though. <laughs> Some of them singers. Yeah, we that, used to watch like YouTube videos, like music videos, and uh-huh. like just yeah, talk about what we liked about it. Yeah, like relate on that level, and then like watch videos like The Voice. Yeah, and so we did that last week, and it's like we were returning to our roots. <laughs> returning to our roots. Yeah, we used to do that a lot. Yeah, but like pretend that like. I'm a crit- I'm a music critic. Like, oh yeah, like that was a good performance. Like, she really like sold the audience. Yeah. She really engaged them well. Like, as if she like my presence. opinion, yeah, yeah, matters. Yeah. And so, yeah, I just I feel like those unserious moments with you is what I'm really enjoying right now. So noted. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. That's a good one. Okay, your turn. How are your kids like you? personality traits mannerisms etc well they kind of look like me <laughs> uh they kind of look like you yeah people say that i can see it a little bit when i look at my baby pictures um gianna i mean she's the oldest so we get to see her personality the most she can talk there was a time where i could talk a lot <laughs> um and so which is a sign of intelligence good communication yeah just saying uh, <laughs> so if your kids talks hey they probably are smart yeah i mean i don't know how much she's like me right now i have to wait well but i do she has like oh she likes animals i used to love animals like yes. she loves watching no you know what she told me what she wants shows. to be when she grows up she says she want to be a vet she says she wants to be a pet doctor, pet doctor an animal yeah. doctor which is what you Wanted to do, right? Yeah. Is that a common... I thought that's what I wanted to do. Career kids want? I don't know. I don't know. But... But, yeah. Yeah, her fascination right now is animals. She likes to watch the animal documentaries and... uh, Which is so funny. That was me. That was me and my mom. Watching Animal Planet and learning about animals and space and all that. Yeah, she'd just be like spitting all these facts about animals. And I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. Like she'd be correcting me and stuff. Like, yeah. I'm like, wow, look at all those kangaroos. Those are wallabies. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. She's smart, yeah. <laughs> um. Anyways, yeah. No, but honestly, when I but saw yeah. some of your home videos from when you were younger and just how your personality, mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, this is this is Gianna. Like her joyful personality. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that's you. Yeah. Like. People are, they're always like, um, how are you and Devon introverted? But like your kids are extroverted. (laughs) And I'm like, honestly, I think that's Devon. Because when Devon was a kid, like he had a lot of energy. If you look at all your baby pictures, all your pictures of you when you were younger, you were always so joyful. And yeah, I think that's like totally Gianna's personality in that way is like you for sure. So she keeps that same energy. Yeah. Life happens. Yeah. No, I'm playing. 
I think uh, I think G gets her goofiness from me, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I think that's self-taught, though. <laughs> I think maybe. I, I, think I, She's I think she just... But you know what? When I was pregnant, I always said, my kids are going to be clownish. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I, I was like, they're like going like to be that. comedians. And, you yeah, know... She could be a comedian. She tells jokes. She tells jokes. I mean, she be saying she some be funny. funny stuff. Every yeah. day, she says something very hilarious. Like, not even like... Oh, that's so cute. Like it's it, th- what came out her mouth was like really funny, yeah. but it's like she legit will tell a joke. Yeah. <laughs> she yeah. will legit tell, a, tell joke. a joke. Yeah. Um, so which is also a sign of intelligence. <laughs> what to tell a joke? Yeah, to But you to like to comical. tell jokes too, remember? You used to have a yeah. joke book? Yeah. That came about because I was on this trip and this guy, I think I was getting jealous of this older guy. Because he was so he was, funny. He had the he had the whole like van in tears. I was like, this. No. <laughs> so I, was like, I want the power he I holds. Like, I want the power he holds. Mom, take me to the store. I got to get a joke book. <laughs> got a joke book. I'm like, I'm going to die. It's over for them. You read and it. I was just literally re- reading re- the book like, hey. Anybody they laugh? probably cry just because of the thought, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember. That's so funny. No, uh, <laughs> G has my yeah. G has my goofiness. Uh, like she picks up on my personality a lot. Like yeah. around the house, I'm like singing random songs, dancing in yeah. a particular way, and she just picks up on that. Yeah, that's her. Um, yeah. Joelle. Joelle. She's so funny. She's ten we don't months. Know yet. We don't really know, but. I mean, I got what I think God told me, but I'm going to wait on it. Yeah. Yeah. We really know that much. I mean, one thing is that she <laughs> seems to be like, when she, when she sees people, she looks at them, and it's like she's intently reading or discerning. Yeah, everybody says that. Yeah. She's piercing eyes. Mm-hmm. She just looks at you. Yeah. She's not really like looking around, spaced out. Yeah. She's like, no, nah, I'm looking at you. <laughs> yeah. You right here, and you might like make a facial expression and yeah. do something. She's like, "Yeah, I'm still looking at you." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she's reading you. She's so funny. Oh. I pray that she could be able to read these guys when she get older. Yes, needs that. Read them. <laughs> read them. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, but Joel, she's, she's at one amazing. point. I I thought that you know. I, I said this thing, it may not be a good thing to say, but I was like, yeah, she's not easily impressed like me, <laughs> which um, I realized like I'm, yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm saying I'm not easily impressed, but mm-hmm. um, she was at one point not humored very easily, but now like she's been in a silly, goofy mood the past week, I've noticed. Mm-hmm. Like she's laughing at herself, like mm-hmm. playing by herself and laughing. <laughs> and yeah, I'm like, wow. Laughing. And she wants to join in on the laugh when we're laughing at each other. Yes. <laughs> She like try to laugh too, like ha. yeah, love that. How do you think Joel's like you? You think Joel looks like you more or Gianna? I think Gianna looks like me more. Yeah, um, but she's more developed. She might switch. Oh, the way she looks, yeah. Yeah. Um, they, jo- um, I feel like Gianna kind of has like your maybe your athletic build. <laughs> that's what it looks like. <laughs> if she's like. I, really would, I was utilize small that job, and petite too when I was little. Folks. Yeah, turn up on some folks. Oh yeah, she'd be running. If she really want to utilize it. <laughs> <laughs> and it takes some time, some right. training. Yeah. Okay. Last question here. What are you currently watching? Oh, I almost forgot. I still haven't finished Loki. <laughs> Loki season two. 
Is he watching Low like Key that. right now? Low Key. We just watched this. I think I mentioned this last episode. We just watched the the new Spider Man. Oh yeah. Um, I was watching Maze Runner today, the first one. Hmm. Yeah, it's probably still up on my phone, honestly. Honestly, you've been talking about Maze Runner like I feel like all year. <laughs> like Maze Runner's your comfort movie. I feel like. It, yo, real talk though. There's like <laughs> a comfort movie for me uh-huh. is a adventure mixed with action and some kind of team dynamic. Yeah. Movie that I've already seen. Already that seen, is a comfort yeah. movie for me ever since I was a kid. Oh wow. Yeah. So when I start to feel like, man, I just want to relax, chill, not Wait, think what too was, much. What was that movie when you were a kid? Uh, the Mummy movies. The Mummy. Oh. Uh huh. Yeah, you did say that. Yeah. The Mummy that. movies, anything like that. It's like <laughs> fun, heart. You know, that have hearty moments, but it's still some serious stuff. Yeah. I'm. What are you cr- watching? I'm currently watching Gossip Girl for the tenth time, <laughs> and. I noticed, though, that I think around this time of year, I start watching Gossip Girl because it's kind of like cozy vibes for me, a.k.a. my comfort show. And I it's I like watching something that I've seen before because I can just like leave it on the background, like when I'm cooking or cleaning. And it's interesting because the other day, although this is like my 10th time watching the whole series, there's like five seasons of it, mm-hmm. which, by the way, I'm on the fifth season. I think I only have like a couple episodes left and then I'm done. But I still find myself Googling like what happened in the show i'm like that's funny yeah because i'm like well because i'm like i don't remember if this happened or this happened or why this happened and so i was like oh i've although this is like my 10th time watching it i don't there's it's still new to me in some ways you know so but for the most part it's just background noise and yeah my comfort show so yeah if y'all got some suggestions or some good movies or shows i prefer movies i like themes plots you so country yeah. I prefer movies. I prefer movies. <laughs> I prefer movies. <laughs> um, it's so hard for me to find something. I feel like I, I should watch stuff more or something. Okay, last question, and then we're going to wrap this up. Last question is, what have you learned from doing this podcast? Hmm. Oh, you know what? I, I learned, well, I've thought about the fact that there is a demographic of people uh, that... I love and want to connect with that will not go to a church mm-hmm. on Sunday morning. This is an avenue to be able to connect. So you, you have connected with people mm-hmm, a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Um, and just the, like your, your voice, God can take your voice and you take this thing further Yeah. than um, we know. Yeah. And at a later time. That's good. I think, uh, on the top of my head I think I learned that it was easier than I thought praise God but also harder than I thought <laughs> at the same time because I would say it's easier than I thought like recording this podcast editing it I got better at it as time went on like editing it and posting yeah. it um I like that for the most part we would just come and like it didn't take too much prep yeah we did a little bit of prep we could have done more but for the most part off the top of the dome yeah we kind of just showed up and like yeah so i i (laughs) I thought that was good for us um in some ways i think oh one thing i wish i would have done more of is i wish i would have done more marketing like as far as like more so more active on social media and promoting and i really really wanted to do video content and so maybe in the future if we might be coming soon decide to do yeah and i think when we say like we don't know if we're gonna do a season two Mm -hmm. i think we have to pray about it and 
um, see if this is something God wants us to do. But I think most likely we're going to come back for a season two. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. Unfinished business. Unfinished business. Yeah. <laughs> there's so much more, and so there's so more. many more people that you know we want to. And then next year, against. I just got a feeling 2024 is going to be really interesting. <sighs> it's going to be worth talking about some things. Oh. In a good way. Oh, okay. <laughs> but go ahead. <laughs> I'm nervous. I'm Why are you nervous? It's going to be a great year. <laughs> yeah. This is the Jordan year. It's going to be the Kobe year. Oh. Kobe's 24? 24. Kobe. Oh. I mean, he went to 8 to 24. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Learn something new every day. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, guys. Um, it's been great. Um, if you Thanks. got as far into our podcast, yeah, we appreciate Thanks you so much. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Engaging with us. Love y'all. Love y'all and hope you guys have a good holiday season. Yeah. See you soon. See you and talk to you soon. And until next time. Until next time. Believe the hype. Believe the hype.